You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Celeste. And I am fucking hot. (laughs) You're also Caitlin. (laughs) (laughs) It is true. Yes, we are coming to you from the hottest sunroom on earth right now. We, when we record, we can't have the windows open because you can hear boaters on the lake. Um, so we are sweating all for you. <laughs> all for you. We hope you enjoy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of been a busy week for us. It has. Your parents came. Mm-hmm. Your sister came. Yeah. For the weekend. And yes. that was nice. Yes. And by the way, happy belated July 4th for all of our yeah. American listeners. Hope you had a good holiday and did some fun stuff. We swam. We did. A lot. Um, that was our first time in the lake. It was. It was not freezing cold. It finally was warm enough. Well, to my standards, <laughs> not freezing cold. Yeah. Now, what is the main standard of cold? I mean, I've been swimming in like 50 degree water and like that's really cold. Yeah. I would say the water now is like 65 to 70, which like to Southerners is like... Frigid. Ice cold. But to me, like it's as good as it gets. Well, it felt really good too because we've been in the middle of a friggin' heat wave. It is. Yesterday was... 92 degrees, Mm -hmm. which in Massachusetts is fucking hot, especially when one does not have central AC. So we've been dying. It's true. The water felt amazing in comparison. Water should be refreshing. It shouldn't be be like bath water or like piss warm. No. And in the South, it does get that way in like the middle of summer. So this felt good. I'm really excited to swim more because that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun this week though. What else did we do? Well, Brings us to our topic of the day. Done, done, done. Yep. We went to Salem. We did go to that Salem. That was so fun. I was we live so about happy. an hour away. Yes. And it's been on our bucket list since we moved here. And we were just like, hey, let's, let's go to it. Salem. And you had been before. I went when I was in like fifth grade. So that right. was a really like long time ago and it was super boring and I yeah. just didn't really give a shit. Well, as you do in fifth grade. <laughs> um, so it was, it was really interesting to go back, obviously, as I guess I'm an adult. Um, <laughs> I'm like half an adult. I'm half an adult. I don't know. I'm like almost thirty. But that's fine. <laughs> Still not. Adult. Yes. Um, you know, and obviously knowing history more and uh-huh. appreciating it more. It was it was yeah. really interesting and it was a really you know good time. And I'm excited that this is our topic today. Me too. You know, I loved going to Salem. I can't wait to go in the fall when it's cooler and it's more spooky. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Where I can wear a hoodie. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're dying. Um, no, Salem's an interesting place. Yeah. Uh, the witch trials are something you read about, but it's an interesting experience to go there and see exactly where it all happened. True. So we thought that would be an interesting topic now that we've both been there and seen it. Yeah. We did a little researching on the story itself. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, would you like to start? I know you researched more of the, the background. Sure. So I can just kind of tell more of like the most well-known story. Sure. Um, yeah. That I guess everybody probably knows and it's I could sit and talk about it all day, so I've kind of dubbed it down a little bit Compiled, to like yeah, the import you know, important parts. The cliff note um, version. So, of what yeah. <laughs> so a lot of stuff is gonna be left out just because, you know, in a thirty minute episode, yeah. We're gonna need like take one, take two, take three, and like take like seventy four. And we're on take ten already. So we gotta <laughs> we gotta get it right now. <laughs> it's true. So there are some bits and pieces left mm-hmm. out. You know, you definitely could Google and look oh, all day so on everything. So this is kind of just the dubbed down version. Um mm-hmm. so it was in sixteen ninety two to sixteen ninety three and there were over two hundred mostly women accused and twenty were executed. Right. Um so back in this time there were 
you know, many religions and it's just became more popular that the devil kind of mm-hmm. came in and would give certain people, which became known as witches. Yes. Um, and they had powers to either help or harm people. Sure. Um, so I know you're going to get into this a little bit more, but like mass hysteria. Yeah. And so this kind of mass hysteria started in Europe yep. um, in 1300 to 1600 um, with witches. Sure. And it just kind of made its way here. To the U.S. and more specifically into Salem. Sure. Daughters at the age of 14 Ugh. were made to marry the man that their father chose for them. So, so basically the father would find the richest person he could to marry his daughter. So it was never about love back then. For, oh, A, no. these are children. These aren't women no. who can make their own decisions. These right. are girls essentially being married off to yeah. further the father's business. Correct. Okay. So it looked better on him to have his daughter married to hopefully a wealthy person if right. he could sucker him into like, hey, here's a 14 year old for you. Right. And yeah, Ugh. that just made them rich. Cringy. Okay. <laughs> it is. So this is kind of just going on in Salem and mm-hmm. there's just so many stories that are so similar. Sure. So the most iconic story and kind of was told over and over in Salem when mm-hmm. we went and in school was taught yeah. um, was Reverend Samuel Paris. Okay. Um, most people didn't like him. Um, he was the first ordained minister in Salem. Okay. So he did have some power, um, but most people thought he was a big fat asshole <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't like him. <laughs> As you do. Okay. Um, I, he was really greedy sure. and just, not really a nice person. Right. And he just kind of started issues with people just to be an asshole, I guess. Right. And the town started blaming him or his actions on the work of the devil. Mm, so people okay. were like trying to like throw yeah. him under the bus and right. say like, move on. Yeah. So in January of 1962, Paris's daughter, Elizabeth, and his niece, Abigail Williams, um, they were 9 and 11. So they were, to you and I, young adults, but they're looking at it as like, I only got a few more years before. Right. Like, I'm going to be marrying sure. a man. I mean, you're growing up real fast back then. <laughs> yeah. So they started just, like, losing their shit. Like, yeah. They're, like, throwing things. They're, like, contorting their bodies. They have, like, fits of rage. Sure. Screaming. We won't talk about where this happened, but the recording that we listened to on our tour literally oh, sounded like moaning sex noises. I <laughs> think not- they pulled the audio from a porn, really. <laughs> like, it was hard not to laugh. It was really, it was hard. really bad. It was um, <laughs> so, my guess was they were not having sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. And it was they were that. just like screaming and no. angry and whatever, but that. They're acting really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Real weird. Not pornographic. No. So they just, they're just going crazy. So right. the local doctor comes into their house yep. and he blames the supernatural. He okay. can't find anything really wrong with them. So he's like, somebody right. has done something to them to, to make, make them, them crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the local magistrate got irritated with this because they couldn't figure out a reason or what was going on. Right. Um, and you have to blame somebody. Sure. Um, so the girls, eventually, we don't know if someone kind of pushed them to, t- you know, tell on these people or it really happened. We don't really know. Um, but these girls blamed um, Tituba, 
who was the Paris' slave. Okay. Um, a woman named Sarah Good, and she was a homeless beggar. And okay. a woman named Sarah Osborne, and she was a poor elderly woman. Okay. So they blamed these women for, like, making them... So they are saying they bewitched us, yep. essentially. Yep, they made us this way. They, you know, talked to us and... Right. They're to blame. Right. Okay. So all these, all three women were thrown in jail. Yep. Um, and Good and Osborne, they swore up and down that they were innocent. They... Sure. We didn't do this. This has nothing to do with it, with us. Right. Um, and Tituba, who was the slave, um, she admitted to it. She says that the devil came to her and she signed her name in his book. And by signing your name into a book... Yeah. ...means you're kind of working for the devil. Sure. And that makes you a witch. Yep. So that's not good. Right. <laughs> so... They were all in jail. Yep. Um, later, you know, she got out of jail. Which one got Tituba. out of jail? Okay. Tituba. Okay. Yep. Um, and I believe that Sarah Osborne um, and Good died in jail. Mm. So in jail, you were in these. We went on a dungeon tour. We, we saw what this looks like. Yep. It was horrific. It was very horrific. And the conditions were horrible. There were muddy floors and rats and just nasty shit so a lot of people died of disease sure and you're in jail so you can't really work but you had to pay room and board you had to pay for your food yeah that kind of made me laugh a little bit (laughs) and this really sad part was if you had children and they didn't have anybody like to take them the children were made to mm -hmm, go to prison and a lot of cells like if you really had no money you couldn't even sit down. Oh. There was like standing room only. Like it's so traumatizing. Yeah, and they just died. Wow. So there's just so many stories like that. There were over 200 accused. So this is more of the like well-known story. Yeah. Um, but it was, it's really sad that that really, you know, happened. And it, the hysteria died down eventually. Right. And so if you could pay your way out or you had friends or family that, could you know, pay could pay it. your way out, you, you could got out. out. But unfortunately... Um, 20 people were executed and mm. mostly by hanging, one by crushing, and right. a lot by drowning. Wow. Yikes. That's, it's just such a sad end to such a bizarre It really is. Events. I mean, uh, you know, there's a few, there's a few things with that that came to mind and, you know, A, it's just funny that you know, this all started with children. And we often think that, you know, children are not fully formed. They're not fully grown. They need to be parented Mm -hmm. because children act out. That's what they do. (laughs) And this was a case of children acting out and parents not stepping in and realizing that these were children. These weren't adults who had evidence to back this up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a very sad story, but I think the more interesting part too, that comes with it is the why, you know, why did this happen? Why did the accusations of young girls leading a town to accuse and execute each other. It's a lot about money, I think. I think it has to do, it you does. know, they wanted to sell the land, the neighbors wanted to take other people's land, so it's like, hey, you did this, or I'm accusing you of this, and then I'm going to buy your land for super cheap. Right. And buy. Right. And push someone out of the way. Right. And it just shows that people were assholes from like, money the Money has always beginning. been the root of all evil since the beginning of time. And it's I, true. I think too, and they said this kind of when we were in Salem, that, you know, Puritan beliefs really were very strict mm-hmm. and young girls especially 
were not allowed to do really anything, anything. except cook and clean and wait till they were Couldn't 14 go to, to go play. get married. They, yeah. And they said they kind of just got stir crazy. Like they right. just, they needed, you know, you can't release. Like I've seen, yeah, I've watched kids. Right. And, and yeah, you need yeah. to play. You need to run. Like Be the more they run yeah. and play, the the just better off they are. More chilled out they are. Yeah. Well, right. And I remember the tour guide said too that when this all started, they were coming off a major smallpox infection. Right. And then half of their population had died. And that's a lot. So you take the combination of fear of disease, you look at um, this kind of greediness for wanting more land, and then you throw in these bored girls who just mm -hmm. want to do something every day. Right. And you have the perfect concoction for this disaster to happen. Yeah. And that's kind of what fueled my, like, half of the research for this was that, you know, what made this happen? Was it just a case of bored girls or? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts on it? There's a lot of theories. I think it has to do with money. And yeah, I would agree. The magistrate, they said the guy had no legal training. Right. So it was just kind of like what this he wanted. So like, the get -go. <laughs> who knows what they were doing? Like, here's, you know, some money and you do this so I can have his land. I mean, people right. were assholes from the beginning, obviously. It, so, I mean, I don't yeah. know what theory I believe. I know there's a lot of them, but... Right. I think no matter your theory, you just can, we can all agree it was a shit show. Mm -hmm. And the spectral evidence thing, too. Uh huh. You know, where they said that they're only going off of what the girls are seeing, saying that they're seeing. So if I accuse you of being a witch and I say, oh, I see a yellow bird flying above <laughs> you, that's enough to kill you. Yep. That's ridiculous. Yeah. From a nine-year-old. From a nine-year-old. Right I know the lies I told when I was nine. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know? I'd have had everybody killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's interesting. And in doing the research, there were kind of two uh, paths that I took that uh -huh. kind of helped to explain kind of what happened. The first is, um, it's fairly old. I didn't realize it was as old, but this was formulated kind of in the 70s. Okay. And it's called the ergot theory. Uh-huh. So ergot is a fungus, and it grows on grains and especially wheat during warm and damp uh, seasons and conditions. Mm -hmm. So basically, these researchers went back and looked at the summer before this happened in Salem and found that um, by record, it had been a very warm and damp year. Yeah. So one could assume that there was a chance that the crops would have been infected with ergot. So what you is, don't get fucked up. Right. So what does ergot do if you eat it? So there are kind of two um, venues of symptoms you can take with ergot poisoning. Mm -hmm. One is, you know, um, symptoms like crawling in the skin, tingling in the fingers. There are also symptoms of hallucinations and more mental um, disturbances, seeing things, hearing things. And all of those symptoms are described in the transcripts yeah. from the trials. So that's it's, it lines up very well. Mm -hmm. um, the second kind of route of this is mass hysteria, which we talked about at the very yeah. beginning. Mm -hmm. Mass hysteria is really interesting. And, um, you know, researchers have said that uh, mass hysteria is a psychogenic... We should just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> what was that your Apple Watch? Yes, an interesting question. We have, a third, oh. we have a third host, folks. Siri. Siri has come to join us. I don't even have that, like, wow. enabled on my phone. Literally. Ooh, that's I a have ghosty that, like, moment. Yeah, that's not we even enabled. We have got to keep that in. That's too good <laughs> not to keep in. Oh, my God. Interesting question, I want to see if she talks again. <laughs> Can you let me do my thing, Siri, and I'll give you a minute if you want to give your thoughts on this? I don't like that because it's not even enabled on my phone. I know. That's, <laughs> oh, that's too good. Oh, man. Okay. okay. 
All right, so mass hysteria. <laughs> so, it's about to be real up in this house. <laughs> so <laughs> researchers have categorized mass hysteria as a psychogenic illness, meaning that it's a condition that starts in your mind, but then kind of moves out to your body. Uh -huh. Which, I mean, we've all known that, that your body and your mind are connected. Mm -hmm. um, so this is just that on a very large scale. I have to cut in. Okay. Because I've had a theory for a really long time. I've said it to you Hit so me. many yeah. times. Yep. That... Like, I feel like there's always something that has to be the forefront of the news. And then it sure. kind of just disappears. And I find that mass hysteria. There was the avian bird flu. I'm not saying that any of these things are not legit or real or, right. you know, have killed people. And I would probably feel a lot different if I was directly affected by something right. like that. But sure. there's always something in the news. There's the bird flu and, like, that kind of died away. And then there was Ebola. And, like, that oh, kind of yeah, started to die one. away. And then, like, there was, like, this really bad, you know... Um, the bird flu, right, and that goes away. It's just, it's always something. It's always something, and it kind of goes away. And I feel like this only lasted a year in yeah. Salem, right? And I feel and like that's kind off. of the timeline of of these things. So that's yeah. just my. Th I always just feel like there's always going to be something, something that causes not to the extent that this is. Well, right, where people we're not killing murdered, people, yeah, but. You know, I just feel like there's always been something. Well, it just shows that humans, as much as we have changed, we really have not. Because yeah. we're still doing the same shit today. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Mass hysteria has been around for a very long time. Um, you know, fun fact, it's also called conversion disorder, if you've ever seen that mm -hmm. name listed. Yes. Um, so basically, there's kind of five characteristics that define mass hysteria. Mm -hmm. The first is that it's an outbreak of abnormal illness behavior that cannot be explained by a physical disease. Okay. So it's not something, you know, nothing physical will right. explain. Well, and that's what the doctor on. said, too. There's nothing wrong right. with these girls. Yep. Exactly. Two, um, it affects people who would not normally behave like this. Right. Okay. So it excludes symptoms deliberately provoked in groups gathered for that purpose. So it means that this is happening to groups of people. It's not happening to one person. Yep. Um, another characteristic is that it excludes collective manifestations, meaning that you know, we're in a group, but we're not all seeing the same thing. Mm -hmm. We're all having kind of the same general symptoms, but we're all seeing different things. So you may see a blue bird flying around me, but I see a yellow bird flying right. around you. Um, and that this does not happen in randomly related people. This happens in close-knit communities, uh -huh. which is all, I mean, those yeah. are all dead ringers for <laughs> Salem. Uh -huh. um, and kind of what can happen during this hysteria is that people can get mass anxiety, which I would I would think happened during this. People oh, yeah. were scared. Yeah. I mean, you're terrified you're going to be accused and killed. Or um, mass motor functions are impaired. So you're having seizures, you're having convulsions. Yeah. A lot of the girls who are accusing are having these... Symptoms. Symptoms. Yep. Um, interestingly enough, too, in the research, um, and uh, this is not to be misogynistic, and I don't know, I haven't seen the background of this, so I can't really say either way, but it did say that more women are generally affected by mass hysteria than men. I don't love that idea because women, you know, get shit on from the get-go, but... Women are fucking crazy. Though. It was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's interesting. I don't know if that's just because women have always been demeaned and kind of degraded through history. But you could take it in a different way, too, that mothers are more protective. And sure. they're going to try to know about it and learn about it and protect their... Sure. Probably mostly 
girl children, you right. know, their daughters right. from it. So right. they're going to say, hey, I'm freaking out. I don't believe in this. I don't like this because they don't want their daughters to be affected or their sisters or cousins or anybody. Right. And I think it kind of plays into the power of suggestion, too. Like if I'm saying, you know, oh, I we were in the same room yesterday and oh, no, like I don't feel good. I'm having trouble breathing. I'm oh, sweating. Shit. Do you feel bad? You should feel bad. And you start saying, oh, you know what? I yeah. do feel a little bad. The placebo effect. Right. And then we all get on to WebMD and it's like, great, you're dying. Like, <laughs> straight to death. Don't you know? ever use WebMD. WebMD is the source of all mass hysteria. I swear to God. I had cellulite and it told me I had cancer. <laughs> You know, my mother hates WebMD, who is a doctor, because I call her probably 20 times a day, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's it? This is the end? And she's like, you're coughing. Like, when, get over it. I knew you're I was fine. on a good level with your mom. Yeah. When I, like, sent her a picture of my nipple, and I'm like, what is this? And she's like, it's a freckle. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Good thing about doctors, you can send them anything. I don't care, you know? We're just trying to get a diagnosis I just here. want to make sure that I am okay. Well, my shit is functioning, as it should be, Right folks. and tight. Right. Um... So in regards to kind of finishing up this mass hysteria, yeah. the last thing I read that I kind of found the most interesting was that mass hysteria could be thought of as a tool to get out of a situation that is overwhelming or extremely tense or maybe even abusive. Uh-huh. So when you think of it in the context of Salem, you're looking at these girls who are living you know, pretty much really boring lives. They're not allowed to be children. They're not allowed to have fun. They're getting right. married off at obscenely young ages. Mm-hmm. That could be considered a really abusive situation. Not to say what they did was right, but perhaps these accusations were their way of coping and saying, if I start acting like, you know, I'm fucking, you know, nuts and I'm rolling around <laughs> on the floor and screaming, maybe, maybe get that out of the keeps house. me from getting <laughs> married off to someone at 14. Yeah. Maybe that means I don't have to do the same damn shit every day. Yeah. Maybe it's a way for me to cope. So it doesn't make it right. But I just thought it was an interesting perspective to kind of another lens yeah. to look at it through. That's a good point. That's really, I've never thought of it in that way, but yeah. the women's revolution, like, I'm going to be fucking nuts because I want to get out of the house. Like, right. they just made it seem it like it was far. really horrible. Yeah, like, I feel like that's how it is now, not to get too political, but, I know. you know, if you're a too, straight honestly. white man, like, you are good in the United States, like, it just kind of goes downhill from there. And yeah. being a woman, being gay. It's, being of color. Uh, these are all factors that. Your religion, where mm-hmm. you come from, your background, you're judged by all of that. And it's, I'm sticking to my theory. People have been assholes forever for. Oh, sure. I mean. It's money. It's religion. It's color. It's gender. It's sexuality. It's all of these things. Exactly. I think people will always find, unfortunately, a reason to discriminate against mm-hmm. others. And that doesn't make it right. And it doesn't mean we should not continue to fight that because I I think it's just an interesting lesson in human behavior that even from the beginning of time that we have always fought one another and we have always found reasons to persecute and go after one another. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's an interesting thought. Yeah, I feel like when I, obviously I grew up in Maine, so we were very close and we went to Salem for field trips. and I just felt, I guess, then I, in the... Uh, museum that we went to they said you know the witches back then looked like normal people right normal women. and kind of as time has gone on you know we think of the wicked witch from the west right. you know green face and right. nasty looking um but they were just normal people back then you know it's you just make this nasty image right. of someone and i just felt like that's kind of where i was when I was on the field trip. It was just like, oh, witches. Like, that's scary. Like, let's burn right. them. And now, like, 
looking back at it, it's like they're just normal people. Right. You know, they looked like you and me, and they were vilified. They were yep, and murdered in the end. I one thing I will say I did enjoy about the museum is that they took. Um, there was one part that was very much dedicated to understanding what modern, you know, I say witchcraft, but when I say that, I really mean Wicca means today. Mm -hmm. In that, I I appreciated that they took the time to say, you know, obviously witches have been vilified, they've been demonized, they've been persecuted, but Wicca is not a harmful religion. No. It's not anything demonic or dark. These are people who practice their beliefs and look just like you and me and function just like we all do. And, and we're killed for it. And in, in past times, yes, have been persecuted, but, you know, we live in a country where the right to practice your religion is allowed and that yep. these people are just practicing their religion and they want to answer your questions about it and have a conversation. It's not about screaming at each other. It's sitting down and understanding each mm -hmm. other. So I really enjoyed that they they took the time to really kind of level set with that at the end of the tour. They did. It was great. Yeah, it I really, really great. I really liked it. So overall, what were your thoughts in Salem? So we can kind of give our review. It was fucking hot. has nothing to do with the look. It was real hot. <laughs> Don't go in the lot. <laughs> um, it was great. You know, I really did enjoy it, other than just kind of being a little cranky because it was really hot. Yeah. Um, the lobster roll I had was fucking amazing. And it was from <laughs> Maine. <laughs> what up? But it, it, was, it was really good. It was, I know the stories. You know, yeah. I've read The Crucible. You know, I've done the history right when I was a lot younger yep. and now kind of refreshing I have a very different outlook on it than I did then right. so it's just been interesting to kind of compare the know two. it but then I just think of it in a lot different of a light it's just it's much different I loved it um I loved the dungeon I loved the reenactment mm -hmm. that was probably my favorite part yeah I yeah you had never been, so your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I think it's a it's a very cool city to walk around. It's a good blend between modern and historical. Yeah. Um, you know, I did kind of myself enjoy the the Dungeon Museum, which yeah. we highly recommend. Our yeah. tour guide was very engaging. She was awesome. Very talented, knew her stuff. The actresses were very good in delivering the testimony that was actually given during mm -hmm. the trial. So it really put things in perspective on how these women were feeling. Yeah. Um was really hot, but you know, everyone <laughs> was super nice. There are a lot of great restaurants that you can go to. That Bud Light tasted so good at the end. <laughs> it did. It really did. It was so hot. It was. But there's so much more. We only saw a tiny snippet, so. We are definitely going to go back. We got to go back around my birthday yeah. in October Absolutely. so we can see it and go around. <laughs> and we can be in hoodies. <laughs> yes, and we can be cool, and we can, there's a trolley that runs yeah. through all of the kind of the big points yes. that you can get on and off of. So we're definitely going to do that. Super cool. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the time with family. I enjoyed the trip. Absolutely. It was a, it was a great weekend. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, the house is so quiet now. So it's a little, I know, it's a little sad. It is a little sad, but you know, it's a good time. We're going to see him in just a couple weeks on our next trip. So that'll oh, yeah. be fun. Coming up soon. Big things. Big We're going to be things. recording in advance to try and <laughs> meet that gap. Cause we're going to be out of commission for, Probably two weeks. Two, at least yeah. two, maybe three weeks. So yeah. we'll, we'll keep up with it. Don't worry. We won't forget about y'all. We, <laughs> we sure won't. It'll be a good time. So yeah. we'll, it was sad to see him go, but it's nice to soon. know when, you know, yeah. we're going to see him again. It's not a, a goodbye. It's a see you soon. See you in like three weeks. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we yeah. can each, annoy each other. In the meantime, <laughs> right now, on to packing, you know, 
frantically and figuring out how to get all this shit done in a month. And, and working. And going to school. Yep. Let's just add it all in, shall we? Being an adult sucks. It does, yeah. That's the summation of this episode. Being an adult sucks. Well, good. well yeah. that was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. I think, much like Charleston, we want yeah. to return to in future episodes. I think Absolutely. Salem probably will have another future episode as well. Yeah, I think there's more to Salem than just the witch trials. And Absolutely. I'm really mm-hmm. excited to go back and kind of research more on it. Um, I definitely think we could do a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry for anybody that lives in Salem because we definitely got honked at for like standing in someone's driveway. Like, sorry, we're looking at our map. Like, that's got to be super doing. annoying. We didn't know our park. <laughs> we're sorry. We're dumb. We don't I know. know. I know. That's got to be annoying. Know. Pack but, your patience, you people. Know, yeah. Exactly. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're going to wrap it, it up. I have sweated through my shirt, <laughs> so I need a glass of water and to get some, uh, you know, ventilation going on. Let's open up um, some windows. Yeah. So remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us on Instagram at ghoulfriendspodcast. You can also email us ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. So we're going to go get cool and have a drink. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed, and we will see you next week. As always, I'm Celeste. And I am Caitlin, and still very hot. And we are your hot ghoul friends. (laughs)